up, everybody? Welcome to the Misfits of HVAC live stream podcast. Some technical difficulties going on right off the bat, uh, but that's all right. Everybody's here. Jennifer, how are you? Hey, Ryan. I'm better now. I was lost good, for a minute good. there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. I sent sent you the email three times. I so. don't know. It's probably because of the whole airplane mode thing. I don't know. Oh, you're in airplane mode. I was for twice going to Minnesota and back. So I'm guessing that's probably when it happened. Yeah. Oh, sorry oh. about that. Um, oh, no worries. How's, how's the hurricane treating you? <laughs> it was actually insane all day today. We had trees down, people lost power. And my brother got married in a, it's insane. It was crazy. Yeah, I saw that. But yeah, we made it. Through. Well, let's, let's not keep our guest waiting much longer. Everybody yeah. knows him. Bill Spone of True Tech Tools, a very nice guy. Uh, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and bring him on now. Bill, how are you? Good evening, Ryan, Jennifer. How are you? I'm doing hey, great. Good. 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 How's the so weather in your you. neighborhood? Um, it was really beautiful today. Um, Pittsburgh, it was uh, maybe got up to 70, 75, 43% humidity. Not that I measure those kind of things, but. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. I had about the same thing here. We're not too far apart from each other. Right, right. Yeah, you guys are in the same state. Yep. Yeah. That never happened. Back, <laughs> in fact, uh, I was creeping around Bill's backyard the other day. Didn't even know. No, I'm just really. <laughs> no, nah, little uh, creepy stalker joke. I like to pull every once in a while. Um, Jason Johnson says Bill's awesome. Personality makes him oh. makes his solar panels produce more electricity. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. No, it's this. It reflects off of here. <laughs> True, uh, true. It's that good energy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Positive energy. Yeah. So, so, Bill, I just got back from uh, the Energy Conservatory. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I thought I'd uh, bring that up. Everybody was raving about you the whole time I was there, of course. Uh, you should have been paying attention to the class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I was. Trust me. It was more the instructors raving about you. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they're, they're great people up there, and uh, I haven't had a chance to have that particular class. But hey, somebody noticed the old school logo. Very good. Yes. Nice, nice. I did that Love on purpose. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a it's, it's a great uh, service they do for the industry. Steve and Gary and Bill and Chris yes. up there, um, just putting themselves out there and spreading good information. Absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. I I think I learned more while I was in Minnesota for three days than I lear have learned like in the last year. So I was super happy about that. It's easy when Great you're program. in Steve Rogers' orbit. It's very easy to very learn a true. lot. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, Rye, I have some questions. Do you have some to start out with? Well, I was just going to ask Bill to give us a quick rundown on, you know, how he started this great company. What, you know, how many years you've been in the business and kind of how'd you do that? You know, I'm sure everybody sure. would like to know. Um. So actually, Jim Bergman and his his dad, who's since passed away, started the company. Um, but Jim was working with me at Testo. He was working part-time as a technical advisor. Um, we got along really well. Uh, he did a lot of trainings and writing. And, you know, I was I was uh, there to, to back him up and get the, the material produced and stuff. And uh, his dad had an idea for um, a hobby. And, uh, like, immediately it's sort of like, do you think this will work? And like, I, I call myself like the almost founder because I know for a fact, Jim asked me, what should we name the company? So 
Uh, and I, I started getting involved like the first, I'd say, 18 months or so. And, and they paid me a little bit as an advisor. Uh, but after a while, it was um, like my wife and I talked. And I was like, we, we can make this go. So his dad wanted to step back a little because he wanted a hobby. Uh, and Jim was still working uh, for Testo in the Career Center, the Cuyahoga Valley Career Center. So I needed somebody full time. So I came on board in um, February 2009. So it started in 2007 in April. And by February 2009, I came on board full time. Awesome. Wow. Were you in the H? I mean, you were a tech. What was your oh, position no. before the company? Sure. So um, I'm an engineer. Okay, everybody, mm -hmm. don't stop live streaming now. Don't push. The, <laughs> don't push the stop button, please. But I'm <laughs> an engineer. Stick around for me, Bill. We're all right. Right. <laughs> right. True. So I'm an engineer. I think I I listen. I care. I try to pay attention. So trained as a mechanical engineer. I actually worked uh, for a couple of companies and then worked for Backrack for 10 years. I was okay. a manager, worked on a lot of projects there, uh, and then got into um, in, into marketing through them and doing a lot of technical presentations. Then I worked for Superior Valve for about a year and a half. And then I worked for Testo for 10 years, helping them grow the North American products. Uh, so I've been in HVAC for you know, at least well, plus true tech it's it's going on 30 plus years awesome yeah. um let me answer the questions as they come up from sure uh, i'm just kind of putting them great. up there yeah. and uh if you want i don't um, want to miss that one either i i don't i don't think so i don't think i mean we we do take will call orders at our warehouse um but when it comes to like running a store it it takes a lot of infrastructure to run a store and a lot of costs so we try to keep yes our costs low and ship from a single point. Uh, and we, we really believe, and we're working even every day on trying to get shipping faster and better uh, so that people can get it. We also, for the last two years, we've been shipping seven days a week. So if an order comes in on a Saturday, it gets boxed up on a Sunday and it's going out Monday morning. Wow. I was impressed. I just ordered the big blue hoses and yeah. I ordered it, I think on a Wednesday and I got it like Thursday afternoon. I'm yep. like, what? Yeah. Ow. Yeah. That's one of my That's favorite things to do when I order something is then constantly check my phone to see where, <laughs> where it's at. <laughs> and and with true tech delivering so quickly, it almost takes some of the fun out of it. it. Does. Yeah, you guys we are we are spoiled. Can't even track it. <laughs> you can't even track it that long. You're like, it's here already. But yeah, we got a lot of people in the chat that are saying that they're that they're buying their tools from True Tech. We appreciate yeah. that. Every 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 one of you like yep. we were just talking the other day. We were having some meetings and saying we try to treat every customer uh with the same kind of care and concern. Uh and I think that's part of it is just that attitude that we try to just feed through the organization. And we talk a lot about, you know, that kind of spirit that we have uh, going from day one. And, and Jim and his dad really kicked it off with a spirit of yeah. uh, customer care, respecting a technician, because both Jim and his dad were technicians. So I have right. humble, you know, humble, deep respect for technicians uh, and the kind of work they have to do. And I like to say, we like to be the least hassle in your day. We, yeah. we don't want to present a lot of friction to any of the customers, either on the website, the phone, email, shipping, whatever. Sometimes things happen, but we try to jump right on them. We, I, I see almost every, I hear about almost all the problems that come up uh, and there are very few, but we address them very quickly. And everybody's got that spirit to hop on it and to take care of problems. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, I, I will say, I mean, we all hear the 
excuse my language, but the bitching about supply houses and tool companies, right? All the yeah. time. It's always this or that, you know, and with TrueTech, there's none of that. I've, I've been in this field a long time and I talk to a lot of technicians every day and I've never, ever heard a complaint about TrueTech tools, which is pretty crazy. Well, to be honest, we do get them. And, and when we get them, we, we get mad at the problem, not at the person not at the customer, right. not at our staff. We get angry at the problem. We try to figure out, I call it the five whys. Some people heard that, but um, you just keep asking why. Then when you get to that answer, you go, why? And by the time you do it five times, you're probably at the root cause of the situation. Yeah, that's Steve insane. here brings that's up a, a good that's point. Such a good idea too. Yeah. Right. I like <laughs> that you can you, acquire, you can accrue the points right. and use yes. them on, on certain things. So if you're buying you know, a uh, digital manifold or some higher end things, you get a substantial amount of points for those. Yeah. And then I, I also like the 8% discount codes you give out to some of the other YouTubers. I mean, if anybody out there is buying, um, that's a something you don't get from a lot of other places where you're buying tools. Ah, some money we actually right have one top. in, we have a 10% one in the HVAC Hunks calendar. Calendar, well. right. Calendar. That's awesome. That's pretty great. You got to flip open the calendar to see it. Yeah, it's, it's like actually right here. I'll show you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first page in the calendar. There you go. And nice. it's all the true tech guys. And then you got your little discount code down here. Yeah, don't show Pretty everybody awesome. the code. They got to buy the yeah. calendar. She did it real fast. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose. Um, yeah, so there's. Adrian is in the chat and uh, Adrian is reliable HVACR and he said he's waiting on his discount code. Okay. <laughs> Just like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, nah, you can't hand those out to just everybody then. Right. Yeah. True Tech won't be making any I money. always use Chris's. I always use Chris's. <laughs> uh, I've been using, yeah. yep. I've been using Rick's. Rick was really happy when he got that discount code. Yeah. I think he felt yeah. some, uh, what do you call it? Some pride. Like he'd, he'd made it. He got yeah, the code. Yeah. Yeah. Rick's it's got motivating too. It's definitely yep. motivating when you're a content creator, I'm sure. You know, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> So, um, go ahead. so you guys, if you have questions, sorry, Ryan, if you have questions for Bill, put them in the, um, in the chat as well. Yeah. So fire away there, Jennifer. All right. Hold on one second. Let me just answer Susie real quick. Susie, you can get it at 207customs.com and click HVAC merch and you'll find all of my merch, Misfits merch, HVHX, everything. And the calendar's right at the top. So for anybody who needed that information. Um, and you can use my discount code for 207customs.com, which is 10% off if you use HVAC10, all capital. So, Bill, I yeah. actually was have been wondering this, and I'm not sure why I didn't ask it when I was on your show. Um, yeah. But where did you go to school? Um, I grew up in a town called Rome, New York. I know right yeah. where that is. You know where that is? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's on the way to Maine from Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. um, and... I went to the University of Rochester in Rochester, New York, nice. uh, and got a, a bachelor's and a master's in mechanical engineering. Wow. Um, and people might get the hint, but Rome, New York is a big Italian city. And I'm actually <laughs> full-blooded Sicilian, although my name doesn't look like it um, because my, my grandfather's name was Cucciara, which meant a spoon. And yep. some of the cousins picked Americanized the name to Spoon, and my dad's branch did it a little different and called it Spoon. Uh, yep. So, and I've done a lot of studying. I, my, one of my hobbies is uh, like ancestry, genealogy, um, you know, DNA tests and, and linking up with people. And I actually found a, um, 
a cousin who was given up for adoption at birth. He didn't know whose parents were. And I helped him find his parents oh because he was gosh. related to me. So, wow. Yeah, it was really but cool that story. is a thing. So, so a lot of, if you're not Italian, I'm not sure if you know or not, but just for a little history lesson. So when we came to this country, our families came to this country, nobody liked them. They didn't want us right. here. Um, and so because we were so different and we were so, you know, unappreciated and unloved, we Americanized ourselves. So my family did the same thing. My family was Mazzano and they changed our last name to Manzo just to try to keep it two syllables and more American. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they didn't bring a lot. They tried to actually kill their heritage more than, you know, embrace it. And so now that's what we're trying to do through ancestry, through 23andMe, trying yep. to embrace that heritage. Absolutely. So I think it's, yeah. that's an awesome hobby to have. Yeah. I might see, need some help with something. <laughs> Perfect person <laughs> sure. to reach out to. <laughs> so you got a master's degree in yeah. mechanical engineering. Like, let me tell you guys, it is hard enough to get a bachelor's. <laughs> Trust me. I passed by the skin of my teeth by far. So a master's from Rochester. Yep. And then from there, where what where did you go from from the point where you graduated and got your master's? Where did you go from there? I actually got it while I was working for Eastman Kodak in Rochester, which was it used to be the employer in the city, like 50,000 people worked for Eastman Kodak. Uh, wow. And then I think as everybody knows now, they really uh, started to, to, to limp and then just, uh, you know, collapse really. Um, yeah. So, oh, that's, that must be Billy is watching my son. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to hey, Billy. get the questions answered here. Billy's yeah, good cool. job. Thanks, Bill. Um, so, so yeah, so uh, worked for Eastman Kodak and then moved to Pittsburgh to work for, um, hey, hey, curious, curious Bill, Mr. Russell. <laughs> uh, actually worked for a company called um, Fisher Scientific uh, wow. for a couple of years and made, uh, helped manufacture um, lab test equipment. And that sort of got me into the test and measurement wow. thing, which got me into back rack. And then kind of the story went from there. I think what's the most fascinating about you is that like it's been little smaller decisions that led to bigger decisions that led to bigger decisions that just got you here. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's it's crazy. It's not you don't hear about that a lot, especially in trade industries when it comes to manufacturers, you know, Mm -hmm. they knew somebody or their father knew somebody or, you know, something like that. That's always how they got in. It's never like, oh, I started here and that led to this and that led to this, which is really amazing. So what led to building science? Um. I, I got introduced to the, the weatherization, which is weatherization community, because Backrack was uh, actually one of my projects was to make a product called the Monoxer 2, which was a single gas CO analyzer kind of fit in your hand. It's the size of like a big wow. shoe, but like maybe a, a 13. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure. Battery operated, though, um, and, and you can measure carbon monoxide with it. And actually, wow. um, Jim Davis, who's with NCI. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He was already working in in the with the weatherization agencies in Ohio, and he sort of brought the idea to Backrack. You should make a single gas analyzer. So he was a real champion. I got to meet Jim like back in 1988, uh, 89. Um, his hair was still the same and the same color, by the way. Uh, well, that's the year I was born, so I can't. No complain. kidding. Well, <laughs> So, so um, got to learn the weatherization market, started to attend the trade shows, give technical presentation about combustion, then started to hear more about building performance, building science, air leakage, right. um, you know, thermal imaging, all that kind of thing. And 
it was always like, this is really cool stuff. And it wasn't until like I got into Testo that they started to dabble in thermal imaging. And then when I got to TrueTech, it's like, we got to hybridize this company. We got to go both directions. These two industries are, will eventually merge and converge. And I yes. think that's happening right now. It, uh, is. it started like sure. five, six years ago. And you just yeah. like almost anywhere you turn sort of, especially in social media, you'll hear more about building performance, building science, duct leakage testing, blower door testing. Well, the house is a system, right? And I, yeah. I think that's the most true statement I have ever heard. And I am fascinated by building science. I'm getting into it. I'm I'm teaching what I know as I go. And so I'm trying to absolutely know what I'm talking about before I try to teach anything. <laughs> and yes, you, you, Mr. Hughes, are, are one of the big leaders in that for hey, me Chris. anyway. He's one of my definite mentors and I'm, I'm so obsessed with it. But I think that for a long, long time, those two things were seen as so separate and they were seen as two separate industries. And also, I don't know how it's been in the rest of the country, but here in Maine, it really looks like there was no such thing as, you know, sizing equipment. There was no such thing as, you know, manual J or any type of load calculation. And I know this because I'm ripping out, you know, two five ton units on a house that should have one three yeah. ton. <laughs> um, like your brother's house or uh, Steve's brother's house Steve's was, brother's was house, a yeah. problem with that. Yeah, he had two two ton systems in a house that only needed one, which is crazy to me. And I think it's just more of it's constantly been rip out and put in, rip out and put in, rip out and put in the same thing. And we're learning we're learning that's not right. And it's saving homeowners a lot of money in the long run. Yeah. And it's about durability too and comfort. I yes. mean, um, it, but the money aspect is certainly a big part of it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Uh, can I I'm mention like, something, Bill? If if this whole true tech tool things doesn't work out for you, you could always go into a voiceover work. I gotta say, you got <laughs> such a such a soothing and nice sounding voice. Thank you. Some people use it to fall asleep by. <laughs> <laughs> I I wait and listen to your podcast when I'm like the most stressed out throughout the week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No doubt. It's so it's good. A little heart your way here. However you do that. So, uh, aww, so <laughs> HR, let's, let's do it. Cause I know yeah. everybody in the chat wants to know. I've gotten this question so many times this week. Um, what is true tech tools looking at as far as HR goes? Are they going, are you going, are you going to have a booth? Um, we, we keep toying with the idea of a booth, um, in it's a tough decision. It sure. is a tough decision. Cause it's, it's really where you see a lot of products and a lot of manufacturers for us. It's just like a really intense three days of meeting with all our brands. Uh, yeah. little, I think last year we had like 41 meetings in three days Oh my god! and we, we took, I think five or six people in order to split it up and get it all done. Uh, wow. and it's, then there's also just the social aspect of not seeing people for a while. Uh, right. and, and, and catching up on all that kind of thing. And the, you know, the vendors have all the meetings. So yeah. um, I, we, we toyed around with this idea, talked to a couple manufacturers. I, I think Chris was in on this. I know Jim Bergman was, uh, we talked to Haven about actually like four, three or four of us, maybe four or five of us banding together and having a booth for better HVAC. Um, you you might have heard great. of that concept, hashtag yeah. better HVC, and, and just I'll, I'll contribute and then just kind of like give this sort of multifaceted look uh, at at it uh, in a big venue like that. Because be I think incredible. it's it's sort of like all the small companies, really, all the small companies are into it, not so much yeah. the big ones. Uh, so we have to band together and, and make a you know consortium to do this. 
That is awesome. the most killer idea I've ever heard. And we could all come and see you all at one yeah. place. Yeah. Which is win-win for everybody. Right. Love it. I love it. What are you looking forward to the most at HR? Like, what's your thing that you're always like, ooh, gotta do, gotta see this? Oh, I, I think it's, it's, I like to see the new stuff. I like to go like, yeah. I have like usually a bunch of meetings on the first two days and then um, they actually, they have an app and I'll just go through and I'll click off a bunch of things that are just new and new and different and unique. Uh, yeah. So I like to just like rove around and spot things and just kind of yeah. feel like I have superpowers and I can see things coming <laughs> from the future. So um, that makes me feel cool. Badass. I definitely hear that. Like Fonzie. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That was the best thumbnail Ryan ever could have come up with. And this yeah. is the thing about Ryan. So Ryan doesn't tell me either what he's thinking. He'll just like send it to me. And I'm like, ah, perfect. I, so I got to get, I got to get approval. You know, I would never put something out there that <laughs> nobody was on board with, but very uh, creative, very creative. Hasn't Thank happened you. yet. I actually, I Chris Hughes was asking how you do what you do. <laughs> Ryan, me? when I was in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I, he's just a just, genius. I just mess around. This Apple computer is pretty handy for cutting people's heads off and sticking them on other things. Um, <laughs> but, it helps uh, when your I, partner's the selfie queen too, right? Yeah, yeah. I see you got a guitar <laughs> back there, Bill. Are yeah. you a big guitar player? Not a big one. I uh, just started yeah. last year. And okay. I'm, I'm uh, trying to learn how to play electric guitar. I, I played awesome. violin and piano a long time ago. And I just yeah. figure wow. it's some, some of that's still in me and I would uh, really like to course. play um, and, and enjoy it. So I'm, I'm learning off of YouTube, actually, some YouTube videos. So it, is it really YouTube great. the best? It is. I mean, fantastic. how did we get along before it? Because you can literally go in there. I've got a mower. I had to pull the deck off the mower and mm. change blades. Mm -hmm. I just searched it on youtube there it was boom now i can you know i went and helped my neighbor with his he's got the same mower i saw him out there struggling i walked over like i was some seasoned veteran i've been doing it all my life <laughs> little does he know i just watched a youtube video last summer and did it but yeah i, I rebuilt YouTube's the carburetor great. in my uh, chainsaw by looking yeah. at YouTube and ordering the parts it's um, it's it's great i love youtube i don't know i don't watch it enough i guess I don't know. Yeah, you got a lot of things going on there, Jennifer. <laughs> I got it too, yeah. She's got, she's got too much going on. <laughs> the electric guitar thing, though, a cool little tidbit about the Train the Trainer event is we all had electric guitars hanging in our rooms and amps. Like, they worked. I Val saw sat that. and played guitar. Wow. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. What was the name the of the Moxie hotel? Hotels. Moxie. Moxie. Yeah. They're by Marriott. They're just the most eclectic, coolest hotels ever. And we got there on my birthday, and they had karaoke that night. And I was like, the universe is aligning. And it was awesome. Super yeah. cool place. No, it did. If you guys cool. haven't been to a Moxie, go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to scan through the chat, Rye, while you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Bill, I actually bought um, Appion tour core remover tools once mm -hmm. and i ordered the wrong one i got the one that was pink for the mini split yeah uh, it was my fault and i thought <laughs> i'm gonna just drive on over to true tech tools it's in mogador right is right where right, it's at right. yeah yeah because yeah. i go by there almost every day do you so wow. this was at the this was at the height of covid too so <laughs> your whole place was locked down i went and i knocked on the front door nobody was locked up I went around to the side door. I knocked on that door and they were like, what is it? Who is this? 
And I was like, yeah, I ordered this core remover tool and I accidentally ordered the wrong one. Real nice guy. I don't know who he was. One of your uh, employees there. He said, no problem. He took it, brought me out the right one. So, um, yeah, wouldn't let Ryan through the door. I didn't want to go in. I was just like, you know, <laughs> I, I could have shipped it back and got a hold of them, but I kind of wanted to see it. Um, no, if you were ever cooler. open to the idea, I'd love to make a YouTube video on somebody. Yeah. I'd even place the order myself and show how, how the order comes in, how the order is filled all the way yeah. through the pro process to yeah. where it hits the mail. Yeah. If you're, that if you're open great. to something like yeah. that, I think it'd be a cool, uh, uh, opportunity for everybody out there that orders these tools and things off of true tech tools to see how it goes. But like I said, I you might be like, that. I don't want this guy anywhere near my facility. No, no, no I, I think that's a great <laughs> idea. I, I think Billy's probably taking notes right now on his, his long, I would long definitely push video. that video as well, because I would love to see that video. And Ryan is the video editing master. It would be perfect. for sure. Yeah, I, true, I would love to see that. We got some chat, some chat questions. So awesome. first of all, here we go, boys. Testo or field piece? Which do we prefer? Me? What do you got, Bill? Yep. I prefer selling them both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm literally going, Bill can't say nothing right now. <laughs> no, I, he I, likes I, his contracts with both. Yeah, they're, they're, they got, uh, they have differences. I, yeah. I think, um, you know, they, they've. I use both. If yeah. I can I interject. field yep, piece. I, Oh, go ahead, Ry. I, I have them both too. I have the S-Mans yeah. and I have the Testo 550s because a lot of yeah. times I'm doing work on multiple units. So, but yeah, they're both great quality products. I don't have an issue. I like the, I like the, the size of the Testo a little mm -hmm. better. They're a little yeah, more compact, um, mm -hmm. but I like the S-Mans too. Uh, the bigger display is nice. So right. I really, I got the best of both worlds. I'm like, what do I want to go with today? Um, so I just use the products. two. I don't. I haven't used the Testo gauges yet, but I heard they're really, really good. I have students that use them and they love them. Yeah. Um, but I use the S Mans and I'm set in my ways. So you know. But oh, yeah. I do use the Testo combustion analyzer, and I don't think I could ever swap to any other combustion analyzer. It's so easy, so good. Like the print just comes right out, and I'm like, here you go, customer. You know. Which <laughs> model? Yeah. Um, I don't know the numbers, but I have. It's just just regular. Yeah. Compact one. I mean, I, yeah, I it's with, awesome. was with Testo so long that I remember like. Oh, you would definitely yeah. know. <laughs> I just don't know the model number. But yeah, it's it's the one that comes in like the black case and it's got like the, you know, tubey thingy that comes out. You just described all <laughs> of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know the difference between them either because they all look exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, I love my Testo one. And I think I don't think I could learn on another one. It took me long enough to learn that one. All right, and then we have another one for you, Bill. We have mm -hmm. Matt Waxer, Mr. HVAC doctor, would like to know what your favorite thermal imaging manufacturer is. Well, right, right now, one. we're selling a lot of Hike Micro. Yes. Oh, yes. And oh, it's, yes. The Holy it's, Grail. Yeah, it's because, you know, Fluke, Fleer, Testo even has some, but really the price point of the hike micro it's just they built in so many features it's such a great price point i yep. i am going to say i like it because more people can use it and when more people yeah. use it they can make better decisions do better work with it uh and you you can that. get into one for i think about $300 a real basic one yeah. uh, but yeah. it's it's not basic features it's something that um you know years ago used to cost like 1500 2000 
Yeah. I just picked up a hike micro from True Tech Tools. The oh, yeah. pocket, the pocket two. Mm-hmm. It's did nice. You? I did. I just I've, have a regular climb. Yeah. I got to I haven't it. used I it. I, I mean, I messed around. You know what I really liked about it was when I first got it and I was messing around in my house, the, the heat was running. I was able to mm. see all my heat runs right in the wall. Yeah. You know, when I had questions before, I would wear the, I never really thought about where the heat runs were in my wall. And I was like, boom, right. there it is. It was awesome. Uh, I really like that. I've used it for testing, uh, you know, checking electrical connections and stuff. Mm -hmm. You can see where, in fact, I had a contactor, it was all smoked and burn up. And I was like, let me pull that thing out. Boom, right there it was. You could see it was getting hot. But yeah, it's super nice. The Hike Micro Pocket too. Yeah, I have to make a video on that. But yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it right. I would love to see that. It's pretty cool. All right. I think that's it for the chat. If you guys have more questions, I will hopefully see them and get to them. <laughs> uh, Bill hopefully. says, yeah, Bill, well, that is a guitar in the background. Yeah. Bill, uh, yep. He said he Bill, uh, picked Bill. it up. Bill, you know, Bill, uh, curious HVAC guy. He's also a guitar player. He is. Yep. He is. Yep. You wouldn't think it from the huge beard and the super deep voice. But yeah, we had him on our <laughs> live stream and there no. I think it might've been when I went on the overtime show, it uh, was, he was yeah. playing, he was playing away right before, you know, backstage. Um, <laughs> it was pretty good. And this is Adam from overtime and he was in a band too. Yeah. I, cool. I, um, when, when I interviewed him, I saw a, there it is. I think it was a bass in the background. Bill, do you wear Crocs? No, I wear uh, Birkenstocks. Yeah. Uh, oh, Birkenstocks has to be the third choice. It's always either Crocs or Hey Dudes, but we never think of Birkenstocks. I, I think, uh, see, I started wearing Birkenstocks in like in the early 80s and Crocs yeah. weren't around. So they were yeah. super remember, expensive Just like you sticking with your field pieces, <laughs> I <laughs> stuck with way. my Birkenstocks. <laughs> yeah, I don't do Crocs either. I really don't. I, I can't. I bought Ryan and I each a pair. I've got to send Ryan his, but I tried mine on and was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not it. much of a sandals guy. Or shorts, for that matter. It's you jeans don't strike me and right. yeah, it's jeans and uh, Adidas tennis shoes when I'm wearing tennis shoes. Um, I thought you were gonna say boots. I really did. I, I do. You're gonna say I boots do, all the time. Yeah, uh, I do wear my boots out after you know if I'm going some, but you know for out and about, I do wear tennis shoes. I used to be a skateboarder. I used to be cool. You know, you were a when I was skateboarder, right? Oh, when I had hair. <laughs> I was good looking back when I was young. Oh, I don't know. What is that? You have to be good looking to be a skateboarder. <laughs> no, but you know, go hand in hand. as a young man, I, you know, I didn't always look like this, like this. Um, with your majestic beard. I know. I mean, I got to <laughs> thinking. Of okay, here we go. It. Adam says misfits of HVAC ask Bill if he thinks smart probes slash tools will, will be mandated with apps like MQ to commission systems in the future to satisfy the inflation reduction act. Ooh, that's a hmm. good question. Um, I, I don't think that will be mandated, but I, I think what will be, I, I think what is a smart move for manufacturers is to require commissioning data, yeah. commissioning reports or commissioning data. Uh, Makes sense. And actually, um, Eric Kaiser and I interviewed Jim Bergman on a podcast. I think it dropped 
Yeah, it was on Friday, just this past Friday. Ooh. And we were talking about, uh, you know, sort of like state of, state of, the, uh, of the union in terms of uh, commissioning. And, and one, one good statement that came out of that was, um, and it came from Chad Simpson, uh, who actually sat down with his techs and they spent a lot of time reading through the installation manuals because they had made enough mistakes over the last year that they just sat down, read the manuals, and then realized commissioning HVAC systems is hard. It, yes. Using MeasureQuick may seem hard. MeasureQuick actually makes a hard job easier. And you you need to do the hard work. You got to finish building this the product in the field. That that was another quote from the podcast. It was just I was mowing the lawn today and I listened to it again. Not because I want to hear my own voice and put myself to sleep, especially not on a tractor. But <laughs> I, I like going back over and just remember, like, wow, that's some really great interaction there between Eric and Jim and myself. I sure. can I didn't know it was out yet. I can't wait. That's what I'm going to do tonight. Yeah, we try to um, drop every Friday really, morning at 7 a.m. Yeah. I think that a lot of the the training that I get, so I have a lot of advanced techs. Actually, I have a majority of advanced techs that take my trainings. And a lot of the time, what I'm teaching is basic commissioning, going back to the basics, you know, what they should have learned in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they end up skipping over it because they're, you know, rushing and trying to get all this information in and this knowledge in. And then they're rushing in the field trying to get this job done and they're not finishing the commissioning part of it. So that's a, that quote's going to, I'm going to listen to that podcast tonight and that quote's going in my. So it sounds like Adam <laughs> wants to champion that. Yeah. So I would love, I would love to see Adam fight for what's right yeah. <laughs> over here. And Adam, um, Adam some... does not like pulling through manifolds. That's for sure. Yeah. He he's um, been doing some great writing lately. Um, I think it, yes. mostly it's on oh. uh, HVACR school. school. Yeah. <gasps> but some yeah. really great writing. So I, I however you, you get to, to look at that, take a look at, uh, take a look at his writing really uh, from the Definitely. heart. Yeah, definitely. And Housh it, too. I've been blown away by both of those two recently. Yeah. They're uh, killing It's it. sort of like, it's like a, a, a nuclear reaction. Like one <laughs> is chain reacting to another, to another. I'm like sitting back on, this is fantastic. I Me love too. it. I'm sitting here going, Ooh, look at all this new knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Adam is way too modest about it too. I always say that. Adam needs to like champion himself one of these days and just be like, I'm awesome. He <laughs> is awesome. Because he is. And that's something you don't pick, you know, you get it from him from his HVAC overtime show, but it's not something he highlights. Um, I did uh I, I I saw some videos where he was going over, I think blower door with was it Christopher Hughes? I, I'm not sure, yeah. but I was like, wow. I, know, I was like, I was like, uh, that's cool. That's not something I was expecting. Um, so yeah. awesome. Bill, you're a celebrity. To Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and to so, me, but also to Bill. Bill, <laughs> Bill Spohn, let me ask. I saw you've been posting on Facebook for the last year or two about your house mm -hmm. and updating with the solar panels and, and everything. How's yeah. that going? Are you completed on that? Is it still a work in progress? Um, I think we're, we're pretty much complete. Um, yeah. the, the last two things I want to do, uh, and one, one will happen. The other one might happen, uh, is, uh, I've ordered an electric vehicle. Okay. Um, 
So, and I put in a, um, an EV charger, an EVSE in the garage a couple of weeks ago. So I'm just uh -huh. waiting on it to be delivered. Should be here within about three weeks. All right. Um, Incredible. And, and that vehicle has the ability to uh, power the house. Yes. Which yeah, would I... require a new kind of EV, um, EVSE that's bi-directional and also a transfer switch to take me off the grid. So that's sort of like the next experiment I'm probably going to run, um, you know, maybe two years from now. I awesome. Have to watch this. I have to watch this. I have an AD and solar energy bill. I don't oh, do know you? you know that, but like oh. I'm obsessed with what you're doing and I watch it like I'm scrutinizing it. <laughs> so I'm really, I did not know you were doing all that. That's amazing. I can't wait to see that. Uh, it's free on Leon asked net zero. Yes, uh, we, we did achieve net zero. Um, we, we generate a little, we, we generated in 21 and 22, a little bit more than we consumed on site. Uh, and everything is electric in our house, you know, heating, lighting, clothes washer, induction oven. The only thing that's gas is right now is the car and the propane grill. That's the only gas we got in the property. And it was funny, uh, Hughes, Hughes man, uh, Ryan would know this, people's gas, you know, the local, one of the local yep. utilities. Yep. Uh, like a couple months after we moved in, they actually drove a truck and I got on my driveway cam and they parked and they looked around <laughs> and then they drove away. <laughs> we are not needed. <laughs> no, we are not needed. They don't yep. need them. Oh boy. Um, wow. We, we and did you it, did um, it beautifully. Like well, a you. lot of people, I, I hear a lot of kickback on, you know, going solar and net zero saying, you know, I have to have all this ugly stuff. Like, no, you don't. In school, I used to design solar flowers all the time. Oh. It was basically a solar panel that was sure. a bunch of panels that made a flower. And like, you can do it. You can do it gracefully and beautifully. You did it in, with your house for sure. Yeah. I, we, I, I didn't want to put them on the roof because I wanted mm -hmm. to have a lot of, I didn't want to have, I wanted to have a lot of front facing windows uh, yeah. to catch the sun and from the south. So we went and we're you know lucky enough to be able to have three acres here and we could put in, uh, I think it's now it's about 70 feet of solar panels. Uh, nice. Stacked by two high. Holy yeah. cow. Ground awesome. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So what are you going to do with your excess power? Um, well, it's for the car. Yeah. Okay. And, and I idea. think, um, you know, I, I'm, I'll just say like, as we like age in place here, I'm going to yeah. want to have it a little bit warmer, a little bit cooler, a little bit less humid. So I'm going to be running the systems a little harder than we might run right now. Yeah. So I, I, you, yeah. Well, you won't have to worry about it anymore. No, no. <laughs> Do you like sell any problem. of it back to the power company? So, so the way it works is it's net metered. So uh -huh. like the meter, as you consume, it goes one way. As you generate and put back to the grid, it goes the other way. Okay. So, so it just um, takes it off. Yeah, so it just takes it off, takes it awesome. off of our bill. So they they read it, you know, electronically, uh, and if at the end of a year in May, if you have uh, a credit, they will give you a, a dollar credit on your bill, or if it's large enough, they actually send you a check. Nice. See, that's so, great. So the like the dollar the dollar credit we get is for the cost of generation. We don't get. Yeah like the cost of transmission, distribution, all those charges. So right now it's about 20 cents a kilowatt hour with all fully loaded and 11 for the, for the um, generation costs. So for every kilowatt wow. hour we put back on the grid, we get um, 11 cents. That's actually but, yeah. pretty good considering the amount of kilowatt hours that you can generate. Yeah. That's pretty good. Wow. I, um, I have a solar 
panel salesmen coming up to my house probably once a month from different yeah. companies. I wish they would you, come to mine because I just don't yeah. want to do it myself. <laughs> well, you, you need to be careful um, about uh, leased solar uh, yes. and um, purchase, they call them um, power purchase agreements. Oh, um, yeah, I would never because do you, you can get sort of nipped in the bud if you ever decide to leave the property or anything like that or need repairs. Uh, yeah. so I actually, I, I'm an advisor, volunteer advisor to a group called Solar United. <laughs> Congratulations. We're so proud of you. Uh, yeah, Solar United Neighbors. Um, uh-huh. and, and they have a lot of good, you know, information. They're not, um, you know, they're not, a, they don't sell anything. They're a nonprofit. So okay. if you have solar questions United about batteries, neighbors. EVs, solar, solarunitednneighbors.org. Uh, and they actually, like, they drill down and they actually have, like, uh, pages for every state. And you can oh, look nice. and see what's what's allowed, what's not allowed by state law <clears throat> in your state. That would be super helpful to me. Yeah. Like, I can do it myself. I just, like, don't want to have to do all the research and, like, do I just have a lot going on, you know? Yeah. But and, and, I will put this in. I'm going to use it, and I'm going to put it in the Misfits group as well, Solar United Neighbors. I love right. nonprofits, of course. Yeah. And, and I'll say, you know, going back to net zero, maybe just to kind of finish on that, um, yeah. it, it was – you did have to, like, everything had to come together correctly to the plan. You know, we, we did – I actually had three load calculations done just to make sure we, we got it right. Uh, Michael Hausch did one with cool calc for me. I paid him to do that. Um, Russ King did one for in quick model for me uh, for oh free. Gosh. And then because we were looking at building a passive house, we actually, yeah. we paid a guy to do what's called a passive house planning package, which is a yep. very detailed uh, model for, for uh, energy consumption in the home. Uh, yeah. the, the only trouble was there were three iterations of the design and so none of the three load calculations agreed, but they all kind of like homed in on two tons, um, yeah. two tons for two ton air source heat pump for heating and cooling uh, for um, 2,800 feet, of two stories above ground and 1,600 feet conditioned basement. So yep. 4,400 square feet on two tons is what we do here. Yeah. Without uh, knowing the rest of the load, that's, that sounds right anyway. And like, honestly, the people who did your load calcs, <laughs> they're not wrong. That I promise. I know. They, I mean, are they, not wrong. they did it. They didn't have the right information from me, um, but <laughs> it all, that all ended up being in the right thing. Because I told, you know, I, yeah. I didn't have Michael, we didn't have the basement designed. So oh, Michael didn't yeah. include the basement, but that wasn't a huge load. Russ included right. the basement. The other guy, the house had a different design. So yeah. details, details. Adam's been teaching me quick model and I'm obsessed with it now. And now nice. I put every house I see in quick model. Nice. <laughs> Bill, let me ask you this. Do you service your own equipment or do you have a company come and service your HVAC equipment? Um, haven't had the need to service it. Um, uh, but I, I actually did have a, a fault in the system. Uh, uh -huh. We lost the charge when we went into cooling mode or excuse heating mode. Um, okay. Oh, no. it, it was uh, through, we, we think it was through a cracked, cracked, uh, flare. Um, uh, and I did have one of the best service at Jim Bergman. He actually awesome. came out on the day nice. after new year's, he drove what? out. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm running all on uh, resistance. Why isn't the heat pump working? And it, it took a while, like troubleshooting, yeah. figured it out. And Jim just thought it was low on charge. Um, but then it was, it had it lost the charge that. and, 
uh, was contaminated. Wow. So actually oh. needed a new uh, outdoor unit, new indoor coil and a new line that set, sucks. which the builder paid for because oh, they, you know, it was their fault that their fault thing wasn't done. Right. So awesome. Right. But Jim Bergman, oh, no yeah. big deal. Just no Jim Bergman deal. comes yeah. and services my <laughs> unit. <laughs> Speaking of Jim Bergman, Jim Bergman is going to teach my students, my homeschool students on September 23rd. All right. Via Zoom. Yeah. He's going to call in and literally teach my class for me. So that's awesome. That so cool. Yeah. He's a great guy. I can't wait. I can't wait for it. Yeah. He, he's a great awesome. instructor too. I mean, you know, yes. you might, you might know he's worked with high school students for many years, like yeah. 12 years. I think. He told me, I didn't know that before. Yeah. And he said, Hey, you know, he reached out on LinkedIn and he said, Hey John, uh, I, I want to teach a class and uh, you probably don't know this about me, but I used to teach 11 and 12th graders and that happens to be what I have in high school. So it'll be literally perfect. And they're all very well schooled in HVAC as it is obviously. Nice. <laughs> Cause I'm not very good at teaching any other trade, <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait. I'm super excited. Eric Kaiser is going to call in him and Rachel are going to call in and, and teach a class and how she's going to, it's pretty, pretty eclectic group of people that are going to call and just teach my class. I'd be happy to, too. I would love that, Bill. Yeah. I would love that. We could talk so about uh, net zero home design. That would be, you know what? So they they actually, they wrote to fossil fuel companies last year, hmm. <laughs> complaining. <laughs> um, and they had to do a bunch of research and they, you know, got these projects together where they figured out what it would take for these fossil fuel companies to become net zero. And they told them that, you know, if you just switch to, you know, if you got out of the fossil fuel industry and switch to electric, you know, you could mine wind or, you know, all these different ideas that they had. And they were like, and this is how much it would cost you. And over the course of the last, you know, since 1960, you've made this much money. <laughs> it's like, I was so impressed that I was like, wow, these kids really know what they're talking about. Like kids care, man. Yeah. they care. So I think they would love to hear about net zero from you. Sure. You, you've got to wonder about the infrastructure, though, don't you think? Yeah, I saw that comment yeah. come up. Um, and you also got to understand that everybody wants to stay in business and they want to see mm -hmm. their businesses grow. So there's there's a lot of things going on. Uh, and even um, there's a conference Eric Kaiser and I are going to. And we're going to miss it, but they're going to um, they're going to give a tour out in uh, San Diego of uh, KB Home which is a huge oh, yeah. builder uh, in the West. Uh, they have a community solar uh, site where they actually okay. generate enough electricity for the homes in this community. So wow. they're building with that in mind. So I, I think- Like they're, they're, they're keeping it, sorry to interrupt, but they're yeah. keeping it in that community. Boom. Right. Right. It's not, yep. uh, that's a good idea there to kind of so combat the, the infrastructure issues that, you know, yeah, that can arise, right? That can arise because obviously our infrastructure needs major. I mean, if we're going all electric on everything, but that's a good idea right there. You keep it hubbed to a certain area. Yeah, is where I think you're. Adam's going, going electric too. Oh, nice. He says he figures if he's selling it to his customers, he's he'd better experience it himself. Right. I agree with that, Ryan, and that's kind of what I'm. I mean, uh, Adam, and that's kind of what I'm going for too. I push it to my customers all the time and I need to practice what I preach. And, and there's, there's things like, um, th there's a guy out in California, his name is, um, Sean Armstrong. And he has, he, he wrote a book 
Uh, I think you just download as a PDF. It's something like the Watt Diet. Okay. Um, and it's about how you can reduce the consumption of electricity in your home. And they've done some studies, like everybody's thinking, oh, you got to go to 200 amp panels. Mm -hmm. um, everybody needs a panel upgrade. There's an expense. There's thousands of dollars. We can't do it. And it's coming out that that isn't true. And I'm, I'm not going to say like I'm an expert in that area right now, but I've been reading a lot of articles on that. Um, yeah. That And they're, they're doing things like, you know, um, EV chargers. You're going to need uh, to run 240 service to your garage. Uh, and you're going to need a panel upgrade and all this kind of stuff. They're actually making meter heads that will actually take the 240 coming in and allow you to connect to that to run your EV charger. Wow. So you don't need to touch your panel at all. Hmm. So that it happens be right behind the meter head. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of things happening. Um, I'm not the best person, but I've, I've seen a lot of them. So I, I think you it's a valid concern to have, but people, sometimes people, a lot of people see this is a business opportunity. I want to solve right. a hard problem and right. help people through this. So I think that's what's happening right now. Yeah, I think so, so too. And I think people are scared. It's a scary thing to give up something that you've, you know, completely yeah. relied on for as many years as we've relied on fossil fuels. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Well, I, I've got reservations because I have a company vehicle that I fill up with gas with a company yeah. card. Say I got to have an electric vehicle service vehicle. Yeah. Now what? Do I have to upgrade my home to incorporate mm -hmm. a, you know, a charger. How do they pay for that? Do I turn in a bill? Um, yeah. You said you're buying a, a EV bill. Right. Have you ever thought about this? Why don't they put a generator on each wheel, right? That way, as the car <laughs> is moving, it's then generating electricity to well, charge the batteries. It's actually, it's there. It's called regenerative it's braking. Well, you are, so, yeah. So when you when you go to brake the car, you actually are loading it, and it becomes a generator, uh -huh. and you actually feed back. Um, Billy's car, Billy's got a Honda um, hybrid, and okay. you can yeah. actually see the power flow, green and blue lines running wow. on his screen. I always switch to that when I drive his car because uh, I'm yeah. such a nerd. But uh, he, he's got on Spotify. I watch the power flow. <laughs> so what can I say? That's awesome. That's awesome. Though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you anybody who really cares at all about physics knows that you know you're, you are charging when you're doing that when you're driving but right. at the same time like to see yourself harnessing it is pretty cool yeah now i saw a video because i've got my son's aunt bought an ev right and then something happened in her garage it burnt the whole house down oh no so i don't i know heard that a lot was, with teslas Te i don't know if it was the batteries or what? But then I saw another video where uh, EV got into a car accident on the highway and caught on fire. And with all these batteries, the, the uh, fire department actually had to call in specialists from Tesla mm -hmm. to advise them on how to deal with the lithium batteries. The fire, right. And they had to sit there and um, like sit with it because that stuff will re reignite, you know. Right. That's yeah. kind of a a worry i'm not a naysayer so much but i'm wondering uh, what happens when these vehicles start getting in accidents and things of that nature start to happen like to address the the charging thing they, they yeah. actually um they they run coolant 
through the batteries as they're charging okay. to dissipate heat. So um, my brother, when I put the EV charger in, my brother bought his car, brother-in-law brought his car, car over and just to hook it up and see if it worked. And uh, you could hear something mm -hmm. running and it was the, the coolant, coolant running. Um, yeah. And I, I think if, I, I want to say I've, I've read this and I'm not going to say like, you know, I'll you know swear in the Bible on this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. if you look at the number of EV battery fires compared uh -huh. to the number of car vehicle gasoline fires yeah gas yeah. fires it, they they still they're still not in this even though there's less evs it's still not yeah. the same percentage it it sure does right. happen you know mistakes do happen um well there's still machines right I yeah mean, yeah <laughs> machines catch on fire that's what they do <laughs> all right guys we gotta wrap it up because i gotta go rescue val from my uh 10 pound sicilian but <laughs> Ten <laughs> if pounds anybody already. has Oh, uh, yeah, I know. It's crazy. She's been three to six months and she's eight months old. So, I mean, oh. <laughs> wow. But uh, we do have one more question. So, um, oh, never mind. It's for Housh. <laughs> However, Housh was saying that he's not ready to give up his hydronics. And I agree with that, obviously. And you can go electric with hydronics. You don't have to run gas or fuel to have hydronics. You can yeah. run electric. Um, but HVAC Overtime said, what are you going to use, Housh? Cast iron? <laughs> Which I just thought was cute. Yeah, um, no, so yeah, nobody's ripping anything from anyone's hands, but right. I, I'm um, I'm experimenting with it. So use me as the guinea pig, not because yeah. I'm Italian. Sure. <laughs> hey, Bill, real quick before we go, uh, if anybody out there is unaware of who you are, where they can find you, yeah, you right. want to plug your social media or anything like that? So sure. Uh, so building HVAC science is my podcast, and I had the pleasure of interviewing Jennifer, Jennifer a few weeks ago. Um, True Tech Tools, T-R-U-T-E-C-H, tools.com is, is, um, is our company where we, we sell products. Um, my email is bill at truetechtools.com. You can, you can reach me there. Uh, I have uh, my home. I have a Facebook page, Facebook group called Sponehome, S-P-O-H-N-H-O-M-E. If you go to it, it's it's a private group, but I let everybody in who answers a couple questions. I also have a blog, sponehome.com, where I talk about the things with the house. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I'm, I'm Facebook. And generally, I'll accept, like, anywhere, just anybody on Facebook that just kind of looks like a reasonable human. Um, <laughs> no robot. That's a lot to ask for no, lately. <laughs> It, it took a couple of couple of requests for me, to, but he yeah. finally let me in. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> you're <okay>. reasonable enough. <laughs> oh, one one I thing about it. training, um, True Tech is sponsoring along with um, Chad Simpson's Fast Track Training and Sourman and Measure Quick, a combustion analysis training. Uh, if you go to our website, um, I think if you just type in like uh, MQ combustion analysis. You'll come up with that. There's in-person seats. We have eight more left, maximum 30 in the class. We've sold 22 so far. Um, but there's unlimited people for $25 to watch this four-hour training session. Uh, awesome. Tyler Nelson just did one with Craig Migliaccio. Really yeah, excellent video. Uh, but it'll be um, Tyler and uh, Tyler Nelson from Sourman and Jim Bergman doing this combustion training. Oh, my awesome. gosh. So I guys, gotta be there. Get, I actually yeah. got the email about that. If you're um, on the True Tech email list, then you got an email about it too. Yeah. So check that out for sure. 
All right, Bill. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. You really classed up the podcast. <laughs> you really did. Uh, he's a good guy. We didn't even get into, you know, Bill's a caring, caring guy. I almost died. Yeah, we need another episode. He, he reached out to me, sent me the, the uh, lock jaw ladder grip. Yeah. Right. I really appreciate that. I use it to this Save day. So he's life. a class act. Very nice guy. Go check out True Tech Tools. Jennifer, as always, it's a pleasure. You know it, it's Ryan. You pleasure. too, buddy. All right, guys. We'll see you on the Bye, next guys. one. All right.